This is Multinew Media. Hi, everyone. I'm Chase Raz, and this is episode 90 of Multinew Media. This is the end of our third season, our third year. We have been in existence throughout 2015, 2016, and now 2017. As we head into 2018, I'm going to have Chris Ayers and Christopher Woodward join me asynchronously through the magic of recorded phone conversations, and we're going to discuss individually our top three predictions each for 2018. This will be a relatively short episode, I believe, because we are recording between the North American winter solstice, which is my holiday of choice, and Christmas. And then this episode is going to be released on Christmas morning, so uh, you probably won't catch me at the time of release. I'll be spending time with friends and family, but as we head into the new year, we just want to realign our thinking, see if we're on the same page, and identify whether or not we see the same things coming in the new year that you see coming. We've also done the same type of prediction show at the end of each of our seasons. So we've now made predictions for 2016, 2017, and in this episode, we're making predictions for 2018. We haven't always been right, and you'll notice we are going to take a little bit of a different format. As I mentioned, we're going to go asynchronously, and I'll use phone clips from Christopher Woodward and Chris Ayers. But I think this is going to be a really enjoyable format that, if I can improve the audio quality of the call-ins a little bit, I'd like to use more in the future. So let me know what you think about that idea. Also, I'm going to want to know what you think about 2018 and what predictions you have for the upcoming year. As far as multi-new media goes, we're planning a whole host of wonderful episodes for next year already and a couple of expansions to our offerings. We're looking at how we can bring some of the additional services that I and Christopher and Chris do in our regular professional lives and how we can bring some of that to you. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to to announce or say anything like that because I don't want to be grandiose and I don't want to put the uh, cart before the horse, so to speak. But just know that we are here. We're listening to your feedback And we are interested in providing as much value as we possibly can to you as our friend and oftentimes as our colleagues. So as we move into this year's predictions, I want to take a moment to thank you personally, you listening right now, to thank you for listening. I thank you for your interest in business technology and for those two disciplines individually as well, business and technology. You and I are very much on a journey together, one of growth exploration, and of course, a little bit of monetization here and cost savings there, but those last goals are necessities in our world. We, as in you and I together, in everything we do related to business and technology, do this because we grow from it. We learn from it. That, in some unique way, makes us feel deeply connected to ourselves, our abilities, our limitations, our hopes and dreams. Whether you're a small business owner needing as many technical how-tos and what's-what's as possible, an IT manager needing corporate resources, or a self-described cog in a large corporate wheel looking for camaraderie with those of us who love and profess these fields rather than just clock in and clock out for pay, or if you're all of the above because you and I are like and business and technology are our outlets for progress and futurism then I just want to repeat again, thank you for joining me on this journey. No matter what brought us together, I'd like to take this opportunity during the holiday season at the end of our third year to say 
Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you for sharing an interest in these things that we mutually find so important. Again, thank you. Now, let's get on to some predictions. So first up, uh, let's jump into Christopher Woodward's predictions. And one of the things that I think is going to become quite obvious or self-evident is that like many of our episodes, we don't pre-plan a lot. There's no sense in that because otherwise, uh, you know, the, the answers and the comments given wouldn't be authentic. Sure, if there's research to do, we do the research. But, you know, when we're when we're giving these off-the-cuff answers... We just kind of do it as you hope we would off the top of our heads. And I I, want to reiterate that right now because as you listen to Christopher Woodward's answers and then Chris Ayer's answers and then my predictions for 2018, you're going to find quite a bit of overlap. And I think that's a really good sign because if all three of us are sharing these ideas simultaneously, and especially if you're sharing these ideas with us, then that gives us a little bit more confidence in our predictions. Let's jump in with Christopher Woodward's phoned-in predictions, and then I'll be back. As we look into 2018, I think a couple of items are really going to be kind of dominating the technology headlines. I think one is going to have to be this whole cryptocurrency thing. And forget about the Bitcoin fervor for a moment, and just look at it from a logical standpoint. Most of us never actually hold currency in our hands anymore. Our paycheck is automatically deposited in a bank account. We use a debit card to pay for items out of that account. We pay bills online. This real money, quote unquote, is only numbers on a screen to us. Why is cryptocurrency any different? It's all about people agreeing to put value on a unit. Instead of that unit being a coin in your hand, it's a number on a screen. Now that said, There definitely looks to be kind of a blockchain bubble starting. A lot of people are comparing it to the dot-com bubble in the 90s, where businesses are just kind of throwing themselves at it. In in the 90s, it was, oh, look, we have a website. We're a dot-com now, and uh, less savvy investors would start throwing money at it. Uh, we're seeing that a little bit now with, oh, well, yes, we're, we're big on blockchain. And, you know, you get the feeling these people don't even know what they're talking about, but they say blockchain. And again, less savvy investors see blockchain and say, oh, throw money at it, throw money at it. So I definitely feel we could see a little uh, economic bubble that bursts because of this. But again, cryptocurrency is happening. It's just a matter of value on a unit. I think we're going to see that be a big headline story in 2018. I think another huge headline story for 2018 in the tech world is going to be cybersecurity. Um, it's almost a battle between the misinformed, uh, the overinformed, and those of us that take a more logical and rational view of it. Uh, there are people who have this fear of Big Brother, um, are worried about their identities being stolen, not without some merit. There are also those who have this, I guess, over the top science fiction view of cybersecurity, and next thing you know, they'll they'll take over our minds and whatnot. But definitely, with more and more people uh, embracing 
online, embracing the web, embracing the internet as their way to get activities done. But, you know, this digital age, I think cybersecurity is going to be a big topic of discussion uh, over the course of the next year. And as far as trends in consumer electronics and things like that, obviously voice operated is going to continue to soar. We are getting to that point where, you know, you'll just sit in your easy chair and say the word and the function will begin. Um, again, as always, technology is always about it being effective, it being efficient, and most importantly, it being user friendly. And we're seeing a lot more with the voice operated, app operated, household items and whatnot. We're hitting that. We're hitting that world where you can just say computer, do this or, you know, oven, you know, this many degrees. Um, it's happening. It's here and it's going to be pretty awesome to watch as we go along. So once again, I think technology, uh, as always, is going to be a fascinating thing to follow over the course of 2018. So Christopher has a pretty fascinating list, cryptocurrency, cybersecurity, and voice computing. And again, I just want to make you aware to listen to some of the similarities with the predictions from Chris Ayers that are coming up right now. So let's move into Chris's dialed in predictions, and I'll be back yet again with my own. My predictions for 2018. I see a rise again in... Not VR, but MR, mixed reality. Um, we've seen in the last month spikes of uh, interest in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Um, I think Bitcoin will probably subside and another cryptocurrency will come to the foreground as some of the problems inherent in Bitcoin are, are found and corrected. Um, we're also going to see... Um, more work with autonomous vehicles and electric vehicles. I, I really feel like uh, that's coming very soon. Another prediction for 2018 is the ubiquitousness of the smart home with the second version of the Amazon Echo and Philips Hue, um, internet connected washers and dryers and refrigerators. I think uh, with all the little bits and pieces that make it super easy to connect your home to all your gadgets, uh, you're going to start seeing that everywhere. So to recap Chris's predictions, we, we see such an alignment with Christopher's. So first up was cryptocurrency. Both gentlemen had cryptocurrency up front. Um, Chris then really went towards self-driving vehicles and autonomous vehicles. But then we kind of came back in a weird way. So Chris Ayers just finished talking about smart home automation. But Christopher Woodward had completed his list with voice computing. And, and the funny thing to me is that we see these two areas, smart home automation and voice computing, intersecting in the same products. Amazon's Alexa, Google's home product, and a couple of others. And so unsurprisingly, as I start my list, voice computing is my first prediction for 2018. I really think that Alexa and Google Home and even Cortana and Siri and sure, maybe even Bixby, I think all of these digital assistants are going to continue to learn, are going to continue to grow and become more and more a part of our lives. And I really think that this trend is leading us towards a future screenless computing environment. Now, I don't think we're going to completely get rid of screens. And by the way, the screenless prediction, I talk about it a lot. It is a part 
of my voice computing prediction. I, I, I don't think we're going to give up our desktops and our laptops and our not even our mobile phones. But the idea is this. We've created such intelligent assistance that for the most part, you can speak to your phone or your computer and get by just as well as typing. In fact, uh, I've been on my phone and the computer a lot recently creating materials for this show and other properties for 2018. And I noticed after a while, I got tired of typing. My hands would cramp up, especially when working on the phone. I'm, I've got big hands and <laughs> those phones are are not as big and at that point I realized you know what I can push this little button and just talk to my phone and it will transcribe everything as I dictate it so I really think that we're getting to the point where voice computing is going to initially augment our computing experience but then begin to replace certain types of interactions especially queries and searches I've been peddling this idea for quite some time but imagine if we took the screen off of a phone and you wore that on your wrist or you wore that, uh, again, the example I keep giving is Star Trek's com badge. If you wore it as a, a brooch on your on your collar for all I care. But if we were to remove the screen and just have a device that you can slip into your pocket that has all of the computing power you need and already have on your phone, but then can connect to other screens that could wirelessly connect to your laptop screen or your television screen or screens just out in the wild, then we'd have a fulfillment of this voice computing trend that's happening right now. And quite honestly, I don't think we're going to see that entire thing in 2018. That'd be a little bit presumptuous of me. But I think we're going to see a further development of Alexa and Google Home specifically that start leading into this idea of how much longer do I need what I know as a phone rather than just a mobile computing badge or a, you know, a mobile computing card or wafer or chip or whatever we call it. Now, before I move on to my my second prediction, I will say, sure, it, for most of 2018, it may look like this isn't moving forward in the way that I'm projecting because in the smartphone space, in the cell phone space, what we're expecting to see at least uh, are a lot of foldable and bendable screens. But to me, it, it, it all really reinforces uh, the entire point that we're going to have our computing power and our screen power, and they don't necessarily need to be the same thing. We can decouple these just like we've always decoupled them with desktop computers. So, right, my second prediction, surprisingly here, I put this in position two, not in position one, but is, uh, well, you know what? I am going to deviate from the other guys. It's not cryptocurrency. My second prediction is blockchain. I think that blockchain is the much more valuable portion of this whole cryptocurrency trend. I know many people agree with that. Many people disagree. But I, I'm not so interested in the creation of a different currency because, great, what, what people see there is the ability to get in early on a currency and become wealthy, right? I mean, at the end of the day, once once that wave is done, we're looking at just another currency that's traded. I mean, you're not all excited about the euro or the yen at the moment unless it gives you the ability to make more money in your own currency. And if those are your own currencies, then you're not interested in the U.S. dollar, right? So the idea of this cryptocurrency coming in and, and doing Doing massive things. Well, it's going to make the early adopters very wealthy, but at the end of the day, it's just another currency. Again, the more important part here is blockchain. I mean, and I'm thinking about blockchain for agricultural uses, which I definitely think we're going to see deployed in 2018. I know we're looking at, at financial deployments. Basically, anybody who works with the cloud is working with blockchain, but I think we're going to see a lot of deployments in agriculture. 
let's say somebody gets sick from salmonella, potentially from tomatoes, and you want to identify exactly the farm that that tomato came from. Well, we have control mechanisms in place to be able to determine that right now. But what if you not only want to know that, but the the farm itself would want to hone in and know where exactly on that farm, what plant, okay, maybe not that granular, but pretty close, what region of the farm did the tomato come from? What type of fertilizer was used there? What type of watering was used there? Anything that could create this this situation and then trace those back to their origin. So I really see a big agricultural use of blockchain. And then as I'm describing some of these situations with voice computing and blockchain, I keep skirting on my third selection, my third prediction for 2018 of what I think is going to be really and truly big in this upcoming year. And I have to say that my third prediction is machine learning. This is what powers all of it. To make a smarter assistant so that we can talk to our computing devices more than stare at them. So that we can have blockchains that are not only great record keepers, but we can also mine and analyze and understand in real time. I think that Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Netflix, IBM, Apple, Cisco, I think everybody in the game is going to start looking at machine learning and how we can not only do this in large cloud environments, but how we can move some of these algorithms to our everyday devices like our laptops and our cell phones. So I know my list is overlapping with that of Chris Ayers and I know his is overlapping with Christopher Woodward's and uh, and thanks to the transitive property, we know that that means all three of us on this end of the microphone are aligned. And what I'm curious to know about are your predictions for 2018. So to wrap today up, I'd really give an all call here at the end of the year. This is, believe it or not, the first episode that we've ever published on Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas to those of you celebrating that day. I'm celebrating today. I also celebrated the winter, the North American winter solstice recently. That's kind of my 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 big personal interest level. And then we have uh, New Year's coming up. So if you're spending any time with us over the holidays listening to this episode that dropped on a Christmas day, then please feel free to reach out. Get in touch with me. I'm, I'm on email still. I'm going to be checking out quite a bit to spend some time with friends and family, but I'll still be on email. Feedback at multinewmedia.com. Get in touch with me. Let me know your predictions for 2018. Or if you're a little bit too wrapped up with your own holiday events to send an email, just drop by multinewmedia.com sometime as you're listening to the show and go to the episode 90 page and leave your predictions as comments in the comment box towards the bottom of the page. And I want to implore you to use the comment section as much as possible. That is one of my absolute favorites. We, we don't have a lot of conversations going on right now, but in 2018, I'd love to see us have more interactions and more conversations on the website and in the comment section and on Facebook and other places where we're active rather than this being just a one-way street. So to wrap up three years of multi-new-media, 90 episodes, let me say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays all the way around for those that we've already celebrated and those that are yet to come up. And if I don't hear from you through email or on multi-new-media.com, then let me say again, thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year, and I'll see you in January.
Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, take care.